from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, June 12, 2020. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine announced yesterday that Dr. Amy Acton has decided to step down as director of Ohio's Department of Health. ONN Scott Light has more. Governor DeWine called her a hero in a white coat. And during that same news conference, she gave her reasons for stepping down. But to lead all the work that is the usual work, as well as face this unprecedented pandemic, um, and also, you know, be alongside the governor to provide counsel. It was sort of three jobs, um, and we have all worked. This whole team has worked literally every hour of every day. And um, Dr. Acton will stay on as the chief health advisor to Governor DeWine. I'm Scott. Lance Himes, who has worked as an attorney for the Department of Health for many years, will fill in as interim director. Governor Mike DeWine also announced a change yesterday when it comes to who can be tested for COVID-19. The governor says anyone around the state who wants to be tested can get a test and does not have to have symptoms. You can just call your local health department to find out how to get tested. Three tornadoes have been confirmed in Ohio during Wednesday's severe weather. More from ONN's Dave James. ONN meteorologist Jeff Booth says there was a tornado in south central Ohio in the early evening. Tornado that did touch down EF0 in Chillicothe with speeds of around 75 miles an hour affecting trees and outbuildings. And then we had a couple of them over in eastern Ohio. Those were in Columbiana County near Hanoverton, 30 miles east of Canton, and another near Letonia, about 20 miles south of Youngstown. The National Weather Service in Pittsburgh says those were also EF zeros. Damage was mostly to trees, but a barn was hit as well. Dave James, ONN News. A Southwest Ohio senator has been fired from his job as an emergency room doctor following comments he made during a hearing Tuesday. ONN's Yolanda Harris has the story. State Senator Steve Huffman, a Dayton area Republican, asked the executive director of the Ohio Commission on Minority Health if the colored population had higher rates of COVID-19 because they don't wash their hands as much as other groups. Now, the question was asked during a hearing to determine whether racism should be declared a public health health crisis. His employer, Team Health, fired him just hours after the ACLU of Ohio and the Ohio Legislative Black Caucus called for him to resign from his political post. I'm Yolanda Harris. Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther announced yesterday he wants the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation to examine all Columbus Police Department in custody or use of force deaths. More from ONN's Lacey Crisp. Ginther says he will sign an executive order that will mandate that the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation looks into all in custody or use of force deaths. What we're making clear is this is a change that's going to be in place from now on. We believe that independent investigations of these incidents is absolutely critical critical to protect the public trust. And Columbus Police Chief Thomas Quinlan sent a statement saying the most important aspect in any criminal investigation is that we get it right. Now, Ginther is asking city council to make this executive order law. In Columbus, Lacey Crisp. Political leaders and election experts are concerned about the strength of the U.S. voting system ahead of the November presidential contest. More from ONN's Dave James. With less than five months to go, fears are mounting that several battleground states are not ready to administer problem-free elections under the weight of the coronavirus pandemic. That's because of long lines disproportionately affecting voters of color in places with a history of voter suppression, poll workers being scared away by the coronavirus, and a growing consensus that it could take several days to determine a winner because of an increase in voting by mail. Dave James, I went in news. 
The Ohio House has passed a bill targeting animal abuse. Under House Bill 33, professionals would have to report cases of suspected animal abuse to law enforcement. It is said that pets are often the canaries in the coal mine when it comes to abuse, and there is undeniable evidence demonstrating the link between animal abuse and violence toward humans. The bill's sponsor, Butler County Republican Sarah Carruthers, says a recent study shows 70% of those charged with animal abuse were known for other violent behavior. That bill now goes to the Senate. And a Cincinnati area high school is taking a well-known name off two buildings on campus. ONN Steve Vaughn has more. St. Ursula Academy, an all-girls high school in Cincinnati, will remove the name of the late Reds owner Marge Schott from their World Language and Arts facility, as well as Schottsy Stadium, named after her beloved St. Bernard. Schott's foundation gave large amounts of money to the school, but she also had a history of making racist and anti-Semitic remarks that got her in trouble with Major League Baseball. University of Cincinnati trustees are considering a petition to remove Schott's name from their baseball stadium. Several players and former U.S. UC and Red Sox great Kevin Euclid are spearheading the effort. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Special thanks to our affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to this newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.